In my crib, we got Kobe on the wall. Rest in peace, Muhammad Ali, Nipsey Hussle. You're What's going on? for the record. We are back once again, back in the building. It's your boy Javon, Don Vaughn. It's your boy King Eli Farrell Zuzu. What's going on? It's your boy Marcus, man, aka Switzerland, Washington, man. Or we, uh, <laughs> we gems for the record, man. <laughs> <I'm just messing>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, man. Okay. Switzer, like my boy Renzel, man. Switzer, man. Saying, Washington, man. Jesus. Himothy Duncan. Yeah, man. We back, man. Uh, Eli, I'm going to let you take it away, man. It's, it's your work right here, man. I mean, you know, we always started off with uh, with a mental health check, you know. Uh, Marcus, go ahead. Get into it, man. What you got on your mind, man? Uh, I'm chilling. Uh, you know, just working, paying bills, you know. Still trying to. They're trying to find a way out this rabbit hole, you know. That's that's never. I'll let you know when the changes. Until then, you know, same stuff. But you know, got my people around me. You know, we just we we just chilling, working. You know, we working, man. That's it. I can't really complain too much. Everybody alive. Everybody doing the best that they can do right now, considering the times that we're in. So you know, we chilling though. Blessed to be alive. That's a fact, bro. <laughs> I feel like that's like the slogan, man. Like working, paying bills. Like that's kind of really all it is at this point. Like. Uh, mental health wise, I I've been good because I feel like I said I've been figuring out like the um the balance of home life, like working, not working too much, but working enough to you know finance this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, but yeah. Uh, honestly, like I was good until yesterday, bro. Once that whole accident stuff happened, my my mental kind of went to, into. Like a whole bunch of like what if scenarios and that shit kind of fucked me up. So I mean, I'm really just thankful, bro. My uh, my wife was in a car accident yesterday, and thankfully she walked away with no scratches. But you know, her car is pretty much out of there. Uh, I mean, of course that's the blessing. Like you know, what I'm saying everybody was trying to get me to get me to get rid of Lala. I'm like, nah, I'm hold on to her, and she coming in clutch, man. So I'm gonna ride out on Lala, and she gonna drive a a, a little. Little girl candy, and um, thankful that she walked away though. Definitely, definitely. I feel like that it really could have went a whole completely different way. I'm thankful, definitely thankful. It made me think of a bunch of what if situations, like I was saying, and 
I'm lucky to still have it walking around because walking around with, I mean, dealing with two kids is not, <laughs> there ain't a lot of the, the thought of that kind of scared me. Like dealing with two kids by myself. So, yeah, I'm thankful she's still walking with us. Yeah, bro, that was crazy, honestly. I was, believe it or not, I was driving by and I looked over and I was like, yeah, is that? Yeah, nigga. <laughs> like, uh, let me call this nigga and see what's going down. If he know anything, of that could be some on the light skinned woman over there, but that definitely looked like her. Because oh, yeah. I remember the braids. Because he had just got them done, right? Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah. But yes, uh, it was like a weird situation, bro. Like some car just randomly stopped. Which caused another car to stop And the car that stopped was in front of her So she ended up running to the back of them Thankfully like the car is pretty much out of there But she walked away with Just saying her shoulder hurt So I mean it was like a nagging entry Not like just stressed out painful But you know when the, When the lawyers come to talking Oh yeah she Who knows if she'll ever be able to operate that shoulder Correctly for the rest of her life So we're gonna need <laughs> Com- proper compensation for that You know what I mean so, Allegedly Allegedly Don't have to edit this out bro You don't wanna No uh, <laughs> Coming back on y'all bro Hey man <laughs> Hey man We don't know the extent Of how Long that will You know Nag her For her ongoing life It could be yeah. Traumatic I mean My my arm and shoulder Still messing with me From the wreck we had Back in 2019 So, so You never know bro I need them to come hey, It's a car back Still jack too Yeah jack well, well, other than that, man, I can't complain. I'm working, maintaining, hustling, and surviving. <laughs> right now, you got a lot of people around around me that are going through, you know, and it's and it's always just that financial burden that's really holding them down. You know what I'm saying? And you try to do what you can to help, uh, but you know you can't. Put you and yours in a bad spot either So it's just a It's all up in the place really As far as that's concerned And you We got some things going on With uh With uh Her job You know We a little worried I mean it's in God's hands So All we can do is just be patient And uh Wait and see how everything goes And we really holding our breath right now till like Monday or Tuesday till we get some kind of news as to what's going down. Uh, other than that, situation? yeah, but I don't want to go too much in details about it because yeah. uh, we don't need to go into details about it. But it, just know it's it, it's it can be life altering or changing if things don't go the way uh, we hoping for. Uh, but it is what it is. It's in God's hands, and we gotta have faith in Him. He didn't take us this far and to leave us here or to abandon us. Even if He is allowing this to happen, I know He gonna have a a, a plan, and you know we just gotta trust Him. It's just hard. You kind of scared when it's actually that time to trust Him. You know what I'm saying? Like it's easy to be like, yeah, you know, you gotta trust God. You gotta trust, you know, everything that He's done for you thus far, but. When you actually in that moment in that situation, you still gotta hold on to that. You gotta stand by it, you know. So And I have not figured out that <laughs> that yet. To be honest, I'm still working on that. Like that letting go and 
letting God, as they say. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm working on that. I'm going to keep it real with you because I'm so used to, I ain't even going to say like not feeling like uh, being, I'm being watched over. You know what I mean? Like just feeling like sometimes it is, you pre- you presented with a choice and you can either go the right way or the, the wrong way. So sometimes I guess I just made some of the wrong choices instead of making the right choices. So I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I definitely got to work on the faith part though. Instead of just feeling like oh, it's it's on me to just continuously make the right choices all the time. I mean, we got to make. The, he give us the choices, and then you you still have to, you know, make a choice that's. It's like he give you the choice, but it's just like, okay, like here's your choice. Like you can do this or you can do that. And it's like you a part of you know what the right choice, like what's what you're supposed to, you know, choose, but sometimes then something else come into play and you choose the wrong thing and you just gotta ask for mercy. Or hopefully he has mercy for you, or that he knew either way it go, this was what, what the outcome was gonna be for you. So, you know, you just gotta trust him. Oh, it's a be. Yeah, it's weird, bro. Having faith is definitely a weird process, <laughs> personally to me, because like you said, it's easy to be like, "Oh yeah, I trust God," but like in those moments of dire need, when you like really on your, you know, what I'm saying your last, just, are you really having faith, or you just gonna go with what you feel is the right thing to do? You know what I mean? Your own personal belief. So I was struggle with that. So you know. And that going to the situation that we were having with our son, um, you know, I had started like just looking stuff up, researching, doing a whole bunch of research. And you know, you where, where do you go? You know, what I'm saying when you're trying to find out how to do something or how to deal with something, get YouTube, I, YouTube. So I hit up, I looked on YouTube, and I came across this thing on ADH. ADHD. I don't know how I got to that, but it was basically on how they like you know diagnosed it and how doctors go think. I was trying to see like was our doctor like you know she, was she trying to finesse us to push us to some other people to get money. You know I, I was just trying to see, but that's a little clip I'm finna play. Um, the dude was talking about ADHD, but it went to how I hope this is the right video. Uh, how the coping, how you cope with, um, or how coping can be. Um, a path in the wrong direction, or it can develop into you know something that's worse. Uh, so I'm finna go ahead and play this real quick. It's only like a maybe like thirty seconds or something. I hope. Um, maybe I'm sorry if it's longer. Okay. And a lot of the so-called experts say it's the most heritable mental illness there is. And I say it's neither an illness nor is it heritable. Difficulty paying attention, so kind of tuning out, poor impulse control, difficulty sitting still. If I were to stress you right now, what would be your options of dealing with that? I could get upset or I could leave. Exactly. Yeah. You could fight back, flight or fight, yeah? But what if you didn't have those options? Then you're stuck. And now what does the brain do when you're stuck like that? It gets tunes out. Yeah, it tunes out. In other words, it's a coping mechanism. Infants can't help but absorb the stress of their parents. Right. 
Oh, because those tune out. But when is this tuning out happening? When our brain is being developed, the most salient feature of the environment that shapes us is actually the relationship with the parents. If the parents are present and emotionally attuned, the child brains develop properly. But the parents are stressed, the child absorbs the stress. What can they do with it? They tune out. And that tuning out thing is programmed into the brain. And then 10 years later, we say, you got this disease. No, you don't. You've got a coping mechanism that's no longer working for you. Mm. What does it mean? ADHD. No. Out of the so-called expert. So, Marcus, did you, did you get to hear that you didn't? My <laughs> <laughs> bad, bro. I ain't gonna hold you wrong. No, no, my just. He was being headphones, but no, he brought up some interesting points. I, mean, I didn't know a clip was gonna be played. So like, <laughs> my bad. I don't, no, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, I honestly, no, nah, my bad, bro. That's I thought fine, fine, my bad. Um. But it kind of led me into, you know, I guess I don't know if it's the theme or not, but um, it's like, how are you? First of all, Vaughn, I know you heard it. So, like, what what did you get from that? Honestly, uh, just like you said, uh, dealing with two kids of my own who one of them actually has ADHD. Like, he's speaking facts, bro. Like, they have an, an ability to kind of just tune stuff out and, like, uh, it ain't intentional. It ain't meant to be like, you know, disrespectful. You know, in a way, I think that's what, like, especially us growing up, we we might have been suffering of you know, the symptoms of the without even knowing it, and like we was getting ass whoopings instead of like, you know, trying to get understood somewhat. Which I try to make sure I do that, but at the same time, it's like, how do you know if they just. Ignoring you because they don't give a fuck what you talk about, or they ignoring you because it's because of ADHD. Like they just really can't focus in on what you're saying. So I don't know. It's a strange position to be in as a parent, but try to listen to your kids at least. You know, see what it could be. You know what I mean? Well, ADHD is real. What I mean, well, I guess I should have asked the question differently. So, did does it open your mind to? Like how people deal with things and how early in life situations can really like affect you down the road. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, in the in the clip, Marcus the dude was basically saying like, um, you do the most development when you're a child, right? So when you're a child and you see your parents arguing and this, that, and the third, you start tuning things out. But your brain is developing that way. So anytime you get into a situation like that. You start tuning stuff out. You start not paying attention. You start, but this was all your brain to cope because when you're younger, you can't just get up, believe it, or walk away from a situation. If you know you, you can't just leave, you know you don't have that freedom. Adult, you can get up and leave. Like you know, I, I ain't got to deal with this. I can go, or I can knock a nigga out. But you can't do that when you're a child. So the only thing they do is start how they cope with it is they tune tune stuff out. So later on, he was saying that doctors were saying, oh, well, he has ADHD. It's like, no, he doesn't have ADHD. He has a coping problem. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a coping mechanism, the way that he coped with stressful situations and stressful things in his life. And this is how he does things. So his mind now, he just tunes a lot of stuff out. Because there's no reason for him to really be in tune or him or her to be in tune and what's going on because of their environment. So it led me to, like, really doing a deep dive into, okay, how do people cope? And then cope was like, okay, you're coping from your emotional emotional pain, um, 
But then there's physical pain too That you have to like Get yourself out of I don't know if that makes sense to you or not But Explain to me like Or what do you feel the difference between Like this physical pain and emotional pain And um, You know How you kind of perceive it in the way you move uh, in, to my, in my opinion The difference in between the two is like Physical pain You know it could be something from like You know I, I think of like an injury You know something that may have happened Whatever you could be doing in life uh, like, a, like I said like an injury Emotional is more It could be a variety of things What somebody may have said to you Something that you may be going through at the time I feel like it's more of a mental aspect Of it And um That's kind of how I see it For the most part And I mean that's just my take on it, for real. I dig it. Uh, it's a lot like what you're saying. Like, it could be a wide variety of like emotional trauma, but at the same time, I think it's like uh, as far as like longevity. You know what I mean? Like physical pain. At some point, you're gonna heal. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even if you don't really do enough to fix yourself, you'll heal because this is how your body works. I mean, but emotional pain, like, that's, that's something you'll have to, like, physically, not even just physically, like, actually work towards overcoming, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it could take years. <laughs> you could still be dealing with a trauma, like, I mean, not even recognize that it is a trauma. You could just be dealing with this shit, like, on a day-to-day, and it's affecting how you go about your daily life, you know what I mean? So, I think it's important to work to... Recognize like what's an emotional trauma, Uh emotional pain that you're dealing with, and you know, work to grow from it. Is there any like, do you have a well? I guess it's easy to do to you know make a, a, a choice or see the difference between you know physical and emotional pain. Um, I feel like a lot of physical pain. Can lead to emotional pain I feel like A lot of emotional pain Can lead to physical pain Depending on How you feeling Towards yourself How you view yourself And how you view That other person You know what I mean Whether you inflicting Physical pain on somebody else Or inflicting self pain On yourself You know Based off of Whatever you got going on Emotionally Um But You brought up a good point Vaughn When you were saying That you don't even Sometimes you don't even know that you had, you know, you got hit with like an emotional scar, you know. Um, but, you know, on the turn on the other side, it, you got something that you know, hey man, this <laughs> I had this event, it, it happened, and you know, it kind of, you know, took me, you know, kind of changed how I saw, you know, things. I think for growing up for me, I was called like dumb a lot. You know, I was, you know, I had a teacher, Miss Slave, second grade teacher. And yeah, I know. She was yeah. She, you know This sound like Cruella Deville or something. (laughs) Just Oh, she was evil. evil. She was I'm pretty sure she was probably a good teacher and I was probably just giving her a hard time. But what I remember is me like like, oh, you you're not gonna be able to do anything if this is how you're gonna, you know, approach this or you're lazy or like I don't even know if you're smart enough to do this. So those kind of things like kinda like um it kinda held on to me a little bit. Cause like I said, I was already struggling with reading and then just trying to like get myself into, you know, what was 
going on around me with like kids and other stuff. Like I wasn't really, I guess, I don't want to say I wasn't used to it, but I was still coming into myself, I guess, you know? So I didn't really, really know. Um, but that's just one thing that I felt like really kind of just stuck with me. And it was, now I don't want to say it's like the worst, but it's probably like top eight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Top eight. Like Marcus, like what you feel is like one of like an emotional scar. If you if you feel like if you know you don't want to share, it's cool. But like you have like any kind of like things that happen that it's kind of still you know. Or I want to say like what was like the worst emotional thing you've had to you know deal with in your life so far. The worst emotional thing, I guess. Um Just it's coming from a standpoint of not being in life where I would like to be at my age. Cause I feel like in your thirties, I feel like it's time to start laying that foundation. Uh, and it's like maybe it could be like the pride of a man, you know, not being where you want to be in life. I feel like a lot of people don't know like the pressures of a man, the things that we put on ourselves, all the things that we want to accomplish for our loved ones. As far as providing, like I said, setting that safe foundation down, the right foundation down. And when those things don't kind of line up the way you don't want them to, I guess it kind of gets to you a little bit. You could go into like, you know, maybe some dudes go into depression. Maybe some dudes like have anxiety about it because I don't even want to make it about like keeping up with the Joneses or like you fighting against Father Time. You know, I feel like things happen when they're meant to happen, but I feel like our pride just gets in the way. But yeah, it could be not... Really, just being in life where I would like to be, but you know, I'm I'm better off than I could be because you never know what I, you know, what God may have, you know, stopped me from getting into or stopped from coming my way at the same time. So you gotta look at it from both angles, both aspects. So I would say that for me personally. All right. Well, let me ask you this: like, what what about physical? Physical pain. I guess when um I started having those chest pains a few years back, I didn't know where they where they stemmed from. Like the doctors told me, they told me my heart was healthy, but like I just still felt chest pain. I really don't know where it came from to this day. Maybe it could have been from lifting wrong. Maybe it could have been from a stress that I didn't know I was putting on myself. I was just gonna ask you that too. That's the, that's the thing about like the body, you know, is so complex. You know, like it doesn't take a lot to really inflict damage on on these bodies of ours. You know. They so strong, but then again, they fragile at the same time. So, yeah, and they so unpredictable. Like so unpredictable for sure. But I guess to add some context for the audience, I started having chest pains like three years ago, and I thought it came from like you know lifting too heavy in the gym. Or I was a workout rat at some point. At one point in my life, I'm back. I'm kind of back there now, getting back right. But I don't know where it came from. I know what I what I'm doing to resolve it. I'm much easier on the weights. As far as like the amount I'm lifting, I try to take it easy. I'm not trying to be no bodybuilder or nothing like that. So, yeah, that's me, bro. That nigga, <laughs> nigga, that day was scary, bro. But that was scary, bro. We was in the movies and I forgot what movie we was watching. Oh. Hey, my nigga had just I know got, what movie. We hey, what salad was that we, you had we, got? We then you that. get the Southwest. It was some. It was some bomb salad. He was finna smash that Jones, and then he was like. Ain't that something wrong with my heart? And at first, I was like, "Man, nigga, stop tripping, bro. That's just gas, bro. You good?" Nah, nah, bro. This shit, I was like, "Oh shit." Part of me was like, oh, "This nigga finna die, bro. Oh my god!" Like, I, I'm, I'm being real, bro. I was fucking scared of shit. I'm not trying to be like my bad, bro. But I was scared, bro. Like, I was fucking scared. Like, 
literally was fucking scary, bro. Like, I still think about that shit sometimes, bro. Like, all you think you you ain't you don't prepare yourself for shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Because then you really see. I know we talked about this. But you you don't you you know it's you know that you know it's gonna happen, but you just don't. You don't see it happening to like somebody close to you. Like you, you just don't want. You don't just. No matter how you know it's going to happen, you just don't believe it. And it, you know, I don't know, bro. I ain't trying to. Nah, it's real. I ain't trying to get too into like that. But this, Vaughn, what you got, bro? What you, what you got, my guy? I'm thankful it did not happen. You know what I mean? Like, I need my nigga around, bro. But me, uh, eat the most. Emotional pain. What was the most emotional or the most physical? Is you can start with the emotional. You start with that Jones or whichever way you want. But I'm gonna ask you the other one. So whichever one you go, with, I'm just gonna ask the other one anyway. I think the most emotional pain is probably just like dealing, you know, with a with a parent who's an addict. You know what I mean? Who has an problem with an addiction problem? Like you know, typical cliches in the hood, bro. <laughs> like you gonna deal with niggas constantly throwing it at you like as an insult. You know what I mean? I think it's just like the inconsistency. Like I didn't really know who I was gonna get. You know what I mean? Like, I, like for the most part, when she was on track, she was a, a good mother. Like, bro, that's why I was kind of my mom's boy growing up. Like, you know what I mean? But I don't know, bro. I ain't, and I ain't even realized I was still on that shit a little bit. You know what I mean? Which I mean, I guess we'll talk about that a little bit later. But yeah, I think that's probably it. Just dealing with the fact that my mom just ain't. Quite where I want her to be And like I want my Kids to really Kind of grow up With a grandmother Like you know I mean To go chill And drop them off Shit Yeah <laughs> so I ain't got to deal With that ass all the time But I don't know If we at a place That place yet You know what I mean So I think That's one of the things That was like The most emotional Appreciate that transparency Yeah that's Oh yeah I'm not finna ask you The physical pain Cause I kind of you, you going into this Type of bag I just I feel like moving to, like, what? I don't even know if I got physical. I ain't never broke no limbs, luckily, bro. I ain't never broke Me and you both. I never never broke anything. I never broke nothing. Like, bro, I don't know how. I've sprained my shit a million times. I don't even think I said my worst physical pain. Dang. (laughs) I'm going to tell you right now. It's when I dislocated my hip. That was the worst pain I ever felt in my life. Jesus Christ. The cross country. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I'm going to tell the story. I'm sorry, I'm telling the story. Nah, bro, chill, bro. We're supposed to be a serious moment. He's finna make niggas laugh, bro. It's not cool, bro. It's my docket, nigga. Don't do it. Go ahead, fam. I'm sorry. I know we serious right now, but this is a story that needs to be told. So, this is what? Junior year? Mute. This is junior year. This is junior year, right? Oh, yeah. Junior year cross country, man. They forced us to run cross country. I think you ran before. I was, right? yeah, I was running. Yeah, I was, yeah. Was but they, they forced all of us to run cross country, like the whole basketball team, pretty much. So, this was the one at Mountain View. Yep. yep. <laughs> we, was at, we was at Mountain View, bro. Yep. Right where that baseball so, field is now. So, we had two separate teams. My nigga was already on varsity, bro. I was, I was JV with the cross country shit. I was a rookie. But I got built in the second year. Well, my boy was the varsity with it, bro. So uh, he we was all, like the whole other everybody else pretty much was finished. I think it was just you and Uriel or and somebody. Uh, what's the Freddie? Remember Freddie? Yeah, that nigga Freddie. Yeah, yeah Freddie. Yeah, I think yeah, it was Freddy. just y'all three. Like everybody else was done. Nigga. We was just chilling off to the side, 
at the at the finish line. So so my nigga's coming around the coming around the bend, bro. <laughs> like, bro, he he was trying to catch this nigga, and he just decided, like, okay, I'm kicking into overdrive, and he started to get up, but then at some point, something gave out. <laughs> So my nigga, hey, look, it was a, it was a div, it was a dividend bro. in the ground. It was a dent, it was a hole, pothole, something. When I stepped I say, into it. When I came out, when I say I it was say, like, <laughs> y'all saw that Kevin Hart stand up right where the nigga was like, how the nigga Shaq fall or super slow in <laughs> slow motion. Everything I remember, that, I remember, yeah, I remember that, bro. That's how it looked like this nigga got shot. He was like. Huh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> And he, just he was trying to avoid this moment right here. <laughs> and that nigga just fell. Like, I was like, bro, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> but then the nigga got up and tried to lift to the finish line. I'm not mistaken, bro. I made I, I, I finished. I, <laughs> I finished. I'd have lived or I rolled across that mug, no, but I finished. Your ass ended up rolling, like limping to the sideline. I couldn't pick my head. I couldn't pick my leg up. And I was like, I said, yo, I can't pick my leg up. I can't pick my leg up. This shit like, hurt. I'm checking for gunshot wounds. I don't know what happened, bro. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Nigga. I'm like, bro, because that nigga feels so <laughs> It's not a natural fall. He's up checking for gunshots. <laughs> this is not a natural fall. My fault. My fault. That shit was. Fu- I'm sorry. That shit. That shit was funny, bro. Uncle, we <laughs> I'm glad we heard the laugh. That shit was funny. I was checking for gunshots. Yeah, that was a. <laughs> oh man, you know what, bro? That was a grind, bro. Because that oh, really. Man. That physical pain that that led to a lot of stress and emotions for my senior year because that that kind of put me out of school for a while and then I wasn't able to attend classes like I need to because I had to do therapy and I was I had to take like Vicodin so half the time I'm falling asleep like yeah I'm, bro think about that bro I'm 15 yeah, taking Vicodin bro that shit crazy you know it's that shit crazy. <laughs> I don't even think you should be allowed. To. Well, I'm not getting it. But like, nigga, it just hurt, nigga. <laughs> oh my God. Then they had to pop it back and the ligament had to reheal. That was on. Anyway, I'm sorry. All right. Oh, Let's oh, get oh, back. Oh, no, you good, bro. You good, bro. You, you you messed up the spirit, though, but it's cool, though. Like, it's cool. What well, it kind of leads into how do you cope with it now? <laughs> yeah, how do you? So, that, I was going to an older gentleman who's, you know, had his war wounds. <laughs> And his battle scars, man. You've been through the wars. How are you coping with your physical and emotional? I'm gonna ask you. Let me try to. I'm in, I'm emceeing the damn ship today. Take, take okay. Away, Physically, I'm fucked up. <laughs> I can't. Oh man, I'm like I'm tired. Like all the time. Like I'm I'm next level tired. Like we was just talking about it off pod. I mean off mic or whatever, bro. Like we just at that point where it's kind of like. Why would I go outside and go chill with y'all and go out? You know what I mean? Like, go out, go out. Like, that shit don't even sound appealing to me, bro. I'm just physically at the point where I just kind of want to chill. Like, and I know I should get better at that, like, kind of get on a workout wave like you are. But I ain't there yet. <laughs> I would never oh, be there. Bro, I'm tired all the time. Emotionally, I'm learning that I got to kind of move past, move beyond a lot of Past traumas that I didn't even expect to be like still be dealing with at this point, bro. Because I'm grown, I'm a grown ass man. Like, bro, I got kids now, so it's like 
But at the same time, I was watching this uh, uh, episode of The Shot, nigga, like, and that shit. But nigga, one of them niggas, I'm trying to remember this nigga name, bro. One of his, like, one of the people's moms came back after dealing with uh, drug addiction and a whole bunch of shit like that. Yeah, I just, like, automatically kind of, like, resonated with that shit, even though it was just subtle as hell, but it was, like, just subtle resonation or whatever with with that particular instance, so... I'm realizing now I don't want to pass those type of uh, feelings on to my kids. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want them to have to deal with that type of shit. So, making sure that I uh, think and work out my feelings on my own so I ain't got to inflict them on them today. Okay. So, that's how you you cope with it? Or that's just kind of like how you... Like now, how you kind of approach it? I don't really want to cope with anything. That's the thing I'm trying to uh, avoid. Like, I don't want to cope with nothing. I'm trying to like understand the problem and uh, grow from it. You know what I mean? Am I using the wrong word? Cope? I mean, what? I mean, coping is a part of like dealing with feelings and stuff. But I think coping is like, or maybe I could just have like a negative outlook on it instead of like it being what the definition. I'm I'm thinking of it as like okay, coping is like. It's something that you're going through, but you're dealing with it, like actively dealing with it, like actively trying to like get through it. Like, is that see for me, coping seems to be like a uh, like you saying with the kid who has ADHD, where it's like a a defense mechanism, but it's not like you actually dealing with it. Is you shutting off your mm. your shit to it, like oh, shutting off your emotions, or shutting off your brain to it, like shutting it out instead of like physically working, like okay, understanding the emotion that you're feeling. Registering that shit And like You know Dealing with Dealing with The consequences of how you feel Or you know Going Like growing from that You know what I mean That's what I want to kind of do Is not just be hey, I'm I'm pissed off But let me just You know Smoke some weed Or drink And stuff like that To like cope with it Instead of Like okay I'm pissed off about something Why is it that I'm pissed off About this shit Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean and that's why I'm learning with these kids, bro, because I be getting pissed off. Like, these niggas are stressing me out. I think that's a healthy, <laughs> I think that's a healthy coping mechanism. You're saying, okay, I'm finna think this thing through. That's another way to cope. Because coping is getting through it to me. Okay. You know, it's getting through it. Um, Marcus, what you feeling? As far as coping with, with which like, pain? Like, so this, use your, your situation and that you said earlier. Oh, yeah, the physical shit. Uh, as far as like you know, how you feeling present? Like how, do with you, the like how do you deal with it? I don't not physical, just Uh-oh. just in general. Like you know, when you were saying how you feel like you're not where you want to be at. Uh-oh. Like what do you do? Like like you know, the kind of because it's that's that's a, that's something that's heavy on you, but you you can't let that keep you. You know, what I'm saying down. So like, how you kind of maneuver with that? Uh, it comes. Uh, down to basically like you gotta get up off your ass, really, and just be a man to figure it out. Like, ain't nobody gonna sit down and feel sorry for you as a, especially as a man, you know. So it's like find out little avenues how you can you know step into the game, try to step your money game up. As far as uh from a business aspect, like you said, just not letting it you know get to you. Ain't nobody gonna have sympathy for you. Like black man in America, we could play the uh, we already handicapped the game, but I mean, but we still gotta live our life. Yeah, you gotta think shit. We we all thirty years into the shit at this point. Like we beyond that. Okay, the game is rigged. Like yeah, it's rigged. But like, 
Shit, you gotta still, figure it out. Still gotta, you still gotta figure yeah, it out. You gotta finesse the game at some point, bro. You still oh. gotta, you still gotta figure it out. So yes, yeah, it's just you know figuring it out. And I'm glad too that I have all the relationships that I have. I feel like I'm the type of person. I really feel like every relationship I have, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a point to where like okay, this is why you 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 are in my life. Not saying I'm trying to use anybody, but I feel like. I have so many beautiful minds surrounding me, and I feel like at some point, the collective is going to come together, and, and something is going to be formed of it. I'm not saying every relationship is going to be that, but strategically, I feel like I have people in my life for certain reasons. I don't let anybody into the circle. Like We could be cordial, but like if I see we on two different wavelengths, it's, it's really no point. I really feel like my relationships are going to blossom into something I didn't even see one day, but it's just my... I won't try to be too long-winded, but that was just my answer. Nah, if it makes sense to anybody. No, no, it makes sense. It makes sense. To the choir, my boy. No, you, you preaching to the choir. I mean, you hitting it on every nose. It's like some people cope with it by just shutting down and not doing nothing with it at all. You know, they just be like, you know what? I'm just going to succumb to this. And I just, you know. Nah, you got to get up off your behind, man. And you got to make it happen. Like, you got to push. So, I got two ways to go with this. It's like, how do you know, or like, I guess obvious markers in your situation, I know you're not like past it, like you got a path to like, you know, get through it, but I feel like in your situation, I guess if you feel like you pass it is when you see like the fruits of your labor, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's when you know, okay, yeah, I'm I'm through this. Part of my life Like okay This is what I was Struggling with And now okay This is the goal I'm here I can move forward with it But Marcus I'm gonna say Marcus But Vaughn In your situation Like How do you know When Like You're past that Emotional pain Like you know When you're like Okay I'm over this Is there Like I don't think Any emotional pain It's like a cut There's always gonna be Some kind of imprint In your skin But like Do you have like that You know Okay. Mentally, I'm okay. Mentally, I'm clear with this, and it won't affect me going forward. Uh, so, some things, yeah, definitely. I think there are some things in life you just kind of really never gonna get over because it's gonna always influence the way you react to certain things and the way you go about your daily life. But I think when you know you pass something, bro, it's like it just don't. Hit you the same way Like mm. even if it's a surprise Like Even if it's something That you just didn't expect To happen Like it, I think deep down Somewhere in you, you know like Okay That shit was gonna happen Like <laughs> It is what it is bro Like if Whether it's a loss Like you can lose a job You can lose a relationship You can lose You know a friendship Or whatever it may be Like it don't Just hit you like that No more Like you know I mean Like okay Well That's a job I love I like the job But I can get another one. It's a relationship. I love that person, but we're not loving each other the way we need to be loving each other or yeah. something like that. So it's like, shit, whatever it is, it just don't hit you no more. Like, you know what I mean? I think there's just a difference in it. Do you have a, like for me, it, something that I know I'm past, um, it was like some situations with, you know, I guess like when you with somebody for so long, um, 
you know, you don't, I don't want to say, I don't even know how to word this, but like when you with somebody for so long, you're going to bump your head along the way. And both of y'all are going to bump your heads along the way. And, you know, if you're going to be with that person, you have to live with those head bumps, whether it's the ones that you made or the ones they made. So it took time for me to move past certain things, certain things I ain't over, certain things affect what I do now. Um, but the things that I know is just like you said, it, it doesn't, it, it gone, when it comes in my mind, it pops up. And instead of it being there for, you know, a day, it's there for, you know, 22 hours. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, it's a it's an improvement on how it affects you, you know, going day to day. Even if it's gradual. Yeah, like even if it's gradual, or, yeah. Like, it, it's just kind of like, you know, my gauge on it. I might not be, either I'm passing it, I'm passing it by, or I know that I'm making the right steps towards, you know. Doing it, um, Marcus. You got anything to say on that, or uh, what was the original question? I want to make sure. My oh, my bad. It's the be. like, do you know, like, like, are you past because it was basically like a follow up, it's basically a follow up to what y'all brought up with you know what I'm saying? Your you say what your physical, I mean, your yeah, whatever your physical or emotional, most emotional pain is. So it was just a follow up to that, basically. I can answer the physical aspect. I think I followed up with the emotional part. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Physical. Um, yeah. My chest doesn't really bother me too much cuz now it's like, you know, it's so many things I've like uh resources I would say like, you know, I get like certain rubs like I was, I was telling you earlier like it's this it's this rub called Ab- Abaniki Balm. It's like I think it's like an African rub. It's like uh she African every Ooh. bit of it. Yeah. <laughs> um Apple Yeah. It's very, very, very useful. Uh, all you gotta do is just just apply it, spread it to the area that you feel inflammation in. Once you feel that burn, that's how you know it's working. Or you can eat like a lot a lot of berries. They the berries have anti inflammatories in them, so those help with like pains and breathing and also exercising too. Like a lot, I don't think a lot of people know, like if you just exercise, you will really kill half your problems. Like we just get Bro. up and just be active for real. Yeah. I I try. I try to preach the word. Certain people don't believe. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I'm allergic to that kind of work. It's it too much. Even running. It ain't no disrespect. It's just like, bro, working out is just it's key. It's just gonna make you feel better at the end of the day, bros. Even though you gotta work, like even you still have to with work. you working, like bro, you have to go work out, bro. But like, honestly, like walk, jog. I don't give a damn. Like, just get your blood flowing. So I don't walk. think people understand the significance of the body, like having this, like this body, because at the end of the day, it's an investment. I heard somebody said, "What kind of body?" When they when they was like, <laughs> they was like, when you when you work when you work. When you work on your body, like watch what it'll do for you, yeah. and that's the that's the truth. Like a really a lot of people don't really understand it. Like really exercising, just you don't even gotta do it for hours. You do 30, 40 minutes a day. Like you start seeing little differences here and there. You know, simple shit, and it's just uh, quality of life. As we were talking about before, like bro, it's it ain't nothing like being able to move without ailment. F- yeah, like fam, <laughs> like fam. You don't understand, my knee hurt, my ankle hurt, my back hurt. 
Everything hurt all the goddamn time, and I don't like it. So yeah, work out, bro. Be healthy. Is it? Yeah, I can. I can. I don't know about that working out part, but the eating healthy part that make me feel different. Like whenever I go and I grab, I know I'm eating something that I'm like, it's good for me. Like, yeah, I know uh, two Rice Krispie treats in the uh, Reese's Pieces. I mean, in the Reese's Buttercup in the middle of them Jones. Like I'm talking about, you know, a nice good salad from Chick Fil A or something like that. You know, something healthy, something that's ever fire. Yeah, it's, it's look, it's, it's it's unhealthy, but it is magically, magically delicious, for real. Um, when I used, but when I used to, uh, like in high school, and I used to hit the vending machine up. It was really because, like, I I didn't want to use the money that the lunch money that my mom and them gave me for lunch, and I would hit the vending machine up so that I can go to the the uh, to the gym during lunchtime and get some shots up. Um, I remember Coach Lott used to be like, oh, if you want to you know, get some shot up in the morning time or during this, like the gym's open, just go. So I would, during lunch, I would just skip and go. But a lot of times, I felt like I didn't really have like a good social, um, I wasn't really good with everybody like that. Like I was weird. I think I stinked when I was in high school. Cool. <laughs> I know, but it's, it's, I'm going somewhere with it. But like, I, it's a lot of things that I used to ignore. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, I'm not doing it. And it was all because, like, I felt like I would never develop like true friends. Like, I, I always had like a wall built up on that, and that's kind of how I kind of maneuvered. Like, that was kind of like my like, man, I don't, I don't feel like talking to you. Then the ones who would talk to me or would come and say when we would be, you know, all through basketball because that's what I got into. So I didn't really start developing how to. Really navigate with people until then. Other than that, I really didn't talk to a lot of people. I used to get picked on a lot, stuff like that. So my coping before I really started linking up with people was being to myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I would be to myself, and I felt confident in you know being alone. But after a while, that started to kind of it didn't work. I felt like you just not people not built to be alone all the time. Yeah, like you still gotta like. Be able to navigate Like trust me, I can go anywhere By myself and chill I will enjoy me I'll be in my own mind Having a conversation About Something <laughs> You know what I'm saying But um, The way I cope with That when high school And then the way I cope with things Now um, Especially When I first got promoted And I started Drinking heavy And I used to go through Like a, a 1.2 liter Of crown apple Every week just me, you know that. Almond, it was sour amarello. That's the drink I used to make. It was almadetto, sour mix, cranberry juice, and green apple um, crown. And I go through it every day. I get off of work. I just kill it because I didn't know how to navigate. First, being on my own, as far as like paying bills, your own apartment, that kind of thing. Then the stress of if you fail at work. Losing everything that you just got um, And I didn't I honestly did not handle that Well and it took It took me a good It took me a good three years Like 2000 was 2014 it Really took me until I got married Really for the, for me to Actually start handling it The way I really needed to handle it You know and it was like Marcus says Getting off, getting off your behind and 
really pushing yourself and really doing what you need to do to really get to, you know, where you're trying to. Um, so that was a very unhealthy way for me to cope with uh, an emotional scar, emotional pain that was going on with me. So Marcus, like what, the way you cope, do you feel like it's healthy? With the, uh, like emotional? Yeah, emotional. Mm. It's the way I cope with emotional pain, healthy. Or deal with, you know, it ain't got to be coping. How you, however way you deal with it to kind of like soften the blow or however way you want to word it. Probably not because um, I feel like, as a man, we feel the need to like harbor certain things and that could lead to stress because it's like you don't want to put your business out there. But then I feel like somebody has to have people in their life that they can't trust to be able to like, you know, give the information to. So I feel like um I could be more vocal about certain things that goes on in my life. I don't always have to just keep things inside and cause you never know what that what that'll turn into. It could be health problems. It could be you spazzing out on people that really care about you for no reason just because your pride is taking a turn for the worse. So I could be more vocal or I could just, it's going to sound crazy, or sometimes I could just sit back and just breathe, you know. I feel like we not we don't breathe enough, you know. We just mm, meditate. Bro. Yeah, we just always just. Mm. I ain't going to lie, that's the one thing I like about Apple Watches. They give you that little notification. I ain't going to lie, I do that shit sometimes. Nigga, that be scaring me, bro. I ain't going to lie, I, I, I be do like, that shit though. I be sitting like down for one minute. Nah, that scared me. Like that be like, scaring me, bro. Uh, meditate, some shit like that. Like, I ain't gonna lie, that shit be coming in clutch, bro. I be thinking I'm dying. Like, hold on, nigga, what you mean? What's wrong? I feel good right now. <laughs> what are you talking about? I hold on. I don't think. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think you should be scared. I feel like it's more of like a, like a, a resource. I feel like it's mm. it's an it's more like an assistant for your health because it's like yeah, it's a preventative measure. There you go. Because <laughs> you got to think about the times that we in, like. Food, like I'm just gonna bring food into it. I've never seen food look like this in all of my 31 years of living. I would think food is at an all time high, and I mm. feel like the effect that it's having on us, uh, I feel like it's negative. Like the Apple Watch, it encourages you to get get out and get active. You know, uh, increase your steps, get the heart rate up, sweat sweat a little bit. You know, like get active. I feel like that's it's a good help for that, and I appreciate you know them for doing that. Thanks. Cause we'll forget about doing that type of stuff like during the day, just of breathe, just, just stand up and walk for a minute, bro. Like you don't understand, like you don't understand how helpful that shit is. Like at the end of the day, because you just sit there and like release just a little bit of the attention that you might build up. <laughs> no wonder it be doing that when I be in the pre-show meeting and stuff. I be in a meeting before work. We be in our meeting, and then my watch be like, "You need to breathe," and I be like, "I'm breathing." <laughs> nah, just sit. Talking, minute, bro. I'm breathing. <laughs> but now I get it. Like you know, you be in there, and I do this. I put my hand over and I just just for me. And then you just be like, whoa. Okay. Just a slight yeah. release. Like it ain't nothing major. Just a little release or whatever, a little built up tension that's built up throughout the day, bro. So I, I like it. <laughs> Shout out to Apple for it ain't innovative, but it's definitely helpful. What's up, what's up, Mark? I know you were still going with your I was good. I was good. Yeah. Okay. Vaughn, what you got for me, my guy? How you feeling? Like, you think the way you deal with your emotional, like, with the stuff, everything, everything that's on you, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you feel like the way you deal with it, is it healthy? Hell no. no. I know it ain't. <laughs> I know it ain't, bro. I didn't really have the 
proper, I don't say proper, but just good role models are dealing with emotional <laughs> pain. You know what I mean? Like, my my family is just weird, bro. We borderline bipolar every damn one of us. So it's like, you get the you can get the good side, you can get the bad side. But I feel like the bad side, we just don't even acknowledge until that shit come out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> And then you got to deal with just the consequences of that shit. So, I, do I think I'm deal with it in a healthy way? I'm working towards it, but right now, uh, like usually I end up. I don't know, uh, harboring shit. Like even if I don't physically, or like you know, immediately do something. You know what I mean? Like I just feel like I end up harboring that shit. And I'm like super fucking petty, so like I remember, I remember certain shit that is like, bro, why you remember that? But I, I feel like if you if you slighted me, nigga, at that point in time, like you deserve me to remember that shit. So you know what I mean like, like I said about the chick, you know, from uh, elementary when I was trying to get the dance, and she hit me with the shit. So I was like, yeah, I remember that shit, bitch. I remember your name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's her name, man? Put her out there. What's your name? <laughs> But nah, uh, I'm trying to get better at dealing with it just because I said, like I was saying, like I don't want to inflict that same shit on my kids. So I'm learning to deal with it in healthy ways. Man, I feel you. I don't know what those healthy ways are, but okay. Marcus, I know you said meditation, right? Um, Javon has said that. Oh, you you said, okay. You said meditation, you said breathing, okay? Y'all got any more top, any more tips, anything for the listeners, you know what I'm saying, that y'all use? Get you a fresh, big bag, maybe an ounce, half ounce, mm-hmm. eighth, you know? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> get you some green, just smoke, roll you one up, mm-hmm. sit outside, and smoke. I ain't gonna lie, I wish it was more, I wish it wasn't as frowned upon as it is, man, <laughs> like. I dig it like for now. Lit. Some people like a natural high. If that's your natural high, do your thing, bro. But I feel like, damn, there's a, there's a good conversation that could be had by two high individuals, and it's so it's, it's allegedly happening right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, I think there's just a, a, a open mindedness that comes with smoking one. So you know, it could be a good relationship uh, additive. It can be. You know, a uh, father-son bonding moment because I'm pretty sure I'm going to smoke with my son at some point. But, you know, that's just my potentially healthy way that you can cope with pain. I would say pray more for sure. Something mm-hmm. I should definitely be doing more, pray more. Try to take as much off that is possible, off your shoulders anyway, because I seen something that stuck with me the other day, maybe maybe a week or so ago. It was like... um we suffer in our minds more than we do in reality. And I feel like that's way more, that's way true. That's super true. And it's just my opinion. But I just feel like don't put any unnecessary stress that you don't have to put on yourself. Don't do it. It's not worth it. So, yeah, I would say pray more and just try to ease the mind, if anything, and get some sleep. What did you say? I prayed more and said less, and God did the rest. <laughs> First of all, that verse is five. We never talked about that. Wayne is a goat. Niggas a fucking five. goat, bro. Like, uh, that verse is fire. But yeah. Uh, Eli, how do you, you feel like you deal with it healthy? Now? Because I remember you saying, you know, back then you didn't. Oh, I didn't say now, did I? Um, 
No. I think, like you said, I harbor on it. Uh, I harbor on stuff for so long, bro. And sometimes I be eating. It, it eats at me, bro. Like I'm talking about, like it eats at me. I had nightmares about some of this stuff, and sometimes I wake up and it feels so real, and it's all just your fears, you know, eating at you. And you like, man, I don't know how to let that go. I don't know how to get that off off your mind, like. When you at that point, you really, like, man, I'm telling you, bro, I had, like, some mornings where I just, I'm I'm breathing hard. This car's like, you okay? And I'm like, no. Nah. She's like, is there anything I can do? And it's like, no. Ain't nothing you could do, you know? I, yeah. I can't really tell you a healthy way to really cope or to, because it's, I don't think, I used to hoop, man. you know? That used to get a lot of stuff off my chest. I used to play two K. I got that too, like that feeling that of just letting shit go. Away. Even if you're just shooting by yourself, like you know what I mean, like even if you're not just running games, it's just something that used to be beautiful about just getting shots up and chilling. Like, yeah, <laughs> it felt like a home, and you could like go over all you just, that, and you just going over all that. I used to, that's how I used to keep up with all the rosters, all trade moves. That's how my GM mind got going because I was. Oh, yeah. Instead of, you know, dealing with what was going on, I would just be in my room. Hey, yeah, I'd just be in my room, bro, just playing the game. And now I just you don't have time to do that. I don't I can't even break off and go and nice. and go hoop like I want to. Like I really sometimes I'd be having a lot of something I might just want to walk up to the court right there and just put up a couple shots, come back, you know. Uh I guess one thing right now I do is I walk simple. When I walk Simba around the neighborhood or something like that, or we driving around in the truck, it's just me and him. I can deal with stuff a lot easier. I can, you know, navigate better. But yeah, that's my um, that's my way of coping. Well, that's a health. That's one. I guess that's a healthy way to do it. Um, but it's it's hard to deal with certain things, and you got to continually keep dealing. Continually keep telling yourself like, "Hey, this is, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna get you're gonna, you're gonna get past it. You just gotta keep working at it. Sometimes it just, it's hard, bro. And that's like one of the reasons why I want to talk about this because the the worst, not worst, but one of my toughest struggles mentally is." Letting go of the past mm. And having to deal with that And it's eating at me And I just wanna Like how do you let it go You know Like that's the answer that I just I've been I've been asking God I've been asking myself And I don't, maybe I'm not Maybe that's an answer I, ne- I need to ask him When I'm on like level 3 Or level 4 with Relationship with him You know Maybe I'll get those kind of answers When I devote more time to him But I I just wanna know You know what I'm saying Like how do you get how do you let that how do you let it go? Like Marcus, how do you let stuff go? You gotta forgive. I know it's as whack as it sounds, cliche as it sounds, or uneasy as it sounds, you do gotta forgive because and this is all this is all uh other aspect of if it's coming by way of another person, like harm or trauma. But if if I'm assuming right and it is 
yeah, forget forgiving is probably the best possible way. I know for some it's easier than others. It just depends on you as a person. I feel like um you can't expect people to do what you would do. Like the the day everyone comes to the realization that everybody's just not gonna react the way you would in certain situations or do the things that you would do, we'll all be better off. You can't just expect people to step up to certain roles or come to your rescue or say the things that you want to hear. Like everybody isn't going to be the person that you want them to be or perceive them to be. Yeah. So I feel like if you're able to forgive a person and move on, I feel like you'll be better off. Like I said, it's not easy for everybody. Everybody's trials, tribulations, the ideologies, their logic is just different, you know? So it's really a case by case thing. But for me personally, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even saying I'm, it's easy for me. I just know that that's the best way is to forgive. So yeah, do you do you gotta do you forgive your? Do you have certain situations where you feel like you gotta forgive yourself? And is forgiving yourself the hardest thing to do, or forgiving somebody else? I feel like forgiving somebody else, because for me, I live in my head all the time, and it's just moments I replay and I replay. I might beat myself up for it. But I feel like I might have an opportunity that comes up. I could be in the same situation and react differently. I'm like, okay, we're learning now. We're learning because you, you can you can grow. You you can grow within yourself. You know, you could coach yourself, put yourself in certain scenarios. When those scenarios do come, uh, out, out, come to play, you know, everything that you was coaching on yourself, trying to build up that, you know, you get to finally execute it to see if you have grown as a person, but. Like I said a while ago, somebody else don't have the same logic or ideologies as you. They might not do these types of things to better themselves. So I, I feel like forgiving yourself is the way to forgive others. Because you start from within first. So, yeah. Shit. Starting from within, bro. That... Man, I don't know. I guess. I go. I guess I have to get to level three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm on the, get to level three with God, but I'm on the bottom. I'm, I'm definitely on the uh, the bottom floor of uh, evolution as far as that goes. Like letting, what, letting 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 go of stuff. Yeah, uh, and I don't even be realizing it, bro. Like sometimes I be like, I just be putting myself in certain situations where I realize, okay, well, damn, I really still feel some type of way about that. Yeah, like, I don't even be knowing. I don't go through my day to day life like, oh man, I hate that motherfucker for what he did yeah. twelve years ago. But then I have a situation happen, and I'd be like, "Man, damn, that's just like that nigga did me to uh, ten years." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, "Bro, why am I even thinking about that?" Like, because you, because you, I don't mean to cut you off, but I feel like you, it feel you, you like, okay, why am I putting myself in this position again to for this to happen? You know, Facts. and then you kind of like, for me, I know I get angry at myself. I'd be like, damn, why, why I do this, bro? Why I put myself in this spot for this person to do this to me? You know what I'm saying? Like, why did I open up? Why did I open up and lower that wall or that 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 barrier for this person to do this when I should have just kept it up in the first place? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, nah, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, you're, you're disappointing yourself because you thought you had grown past that level. <laughs> even not even just manipulation, just like putting yourself in situations where you know ain't nothing good yeah. gonna happen. Then it's just like another layer added on top because like shit. Am I ever gonna be able to identify when this is happening to me? Am I gonna put myself in this position again? Is another person gonna come and do this? But I really, or when a person is not going to do that to me, am I gonna let them in? 
so that I can get to where I need to go at, or this wall gonna be so thick that I will never be able to let somebody else come in again. And it's a, it's a, uh, you know, slippery slope. It's a real <laughs> slippery slope. But then if you don't really know how to, uh, deal with it, health in a healthy way, um, you could put yourself in a, a deeper, 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 darker cave. That you gotta climb out of You know what I'm saying nah, That's facts I like the way this conversation has flowed my boy Hey man you know I'm I'm doing the best that I can to Shout out to my boy Eli for the documentary yeah, It's been Hey when I say When I say this has been I've been holding on to this for it Was it two weeks But it's been on my mind It's been on me for Years bro like And I'm telling you It's one of the things is just Letting go is so hard for me. I don't know why. I don't know. But it's so hard. And I feel like it affects how I navigate. Like it if like literally it affects how I navigate with y'all. It affects how I navigate with my mom and daddy, my sisters, uh, my wife, even my son at work. It just it affects how I navigate. Cause it's like a paranoia. Paranoid, somebody gonna oh, do some goofy. Said it affect us. It affect you with us. What we do? Yeah, what nah, it's not, nah, nah, it's not. Nah, nah, it's not that. It's not. Look, that hotel, that hotel shit, nigga. That hotel shit. Oh, for sure, nigga. I ain't never let that go, y'all, nigga. Could have, I could have bought more. Anyway, <laughs> y'all should have talked to me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but no, nah, not not necessarily nothing that was done. It's just like you know, you, you have to put your you, you can't you don't know you're putting yourself in a situation if you trust in somebody or you're having fun or you're doing this and the third. You you don't really know until it happens and you get scarred. You know what I'm saying? It ain't nothing from y'all, but from previous friends that you kind of carry over and it's like, okay, I'm not gonna Act a certain way Or I'm not going to say certain things Or I'm not going to be a certain type Because I don't want this, that, and the third to happen You know what I'm saying? Or I don't want this to happen again Based off of, you know, my past And like the things that I'm harboring That I haven't been able to let go of Or I haven't been coping with healthily Or health, you know Or it hasn't been a good, you know I haven't been able to help school, bro. <laughs> I haven't been able to cope with, you know In a positive way you know? So For me it does affect how I do things. Does it affect you guys? Do your past and your pains and everything that kind of like, like, does it affect it in a positive way or in a negative way? Because it affects, for me, it's, it's both, <laughs> both, but mostly Definitely negative. Uh, honestly, I see good and bad, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I got a hunger and like a drive to like not sit on my ass. <laughs> And that comes from, you know, being in positions where uh, I depended on other people to do something for me, and they didn't. You know what I mean? Like they, it ain't, and it ain't always just like they intentionally did the shit. They just didn't have the same type of fight to do stuff the same way that I do. So I mean, like, I see a good aspect in it where I'm not going to allow myself to, you know, just fall completely down without a fight type shit. But at the same time, I also see the, the the downsides of it. You know what I mean? Like where I become really financially obsessed, and it is just the peaceful part of life. You know what I mean? Like 
make sure making sure I find peace within myself and within what I'm doing. I'm shit really focused on bread right now. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like I try to balance it out with my family life, not give too much to the job, not give too much of my time away for just money specifically, but I'm at that phase where I understand like financial gain is going to put me where I need to be overall. So I'm really driven <laughs> by money right now and I shouldn't be because I got a beautiful family. I got a wonderful wife and uh, shit, brothers and sisters, I mean, sisters and, you know, nieces and cousins and everybody that deserves my attention, but I, you know, choose to focus on the bread instead. When it's not all about just money, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Marcus? We talking about the aspect of letting go, right? No, we're talking so about the aspect how your of past affects like you how, your, how your past is affecting like how you move currently with you know your relationships like you know the relationship you're in now the friendships you have like does it um i feel like for me it's a bunch of trial and error you know if it's don't if it's not broke don't fix it or um if it's a situation where it's like old trauma you try to figure out why did it happen and how can i not let it happen moving forward i, I feel like I'm a big advocate in not letting people in your future pay for what the people in your past did. You know, you can't hold on to those types of things because, you know, you meet new people, you form new relationships. It's a reason why, you know, you and somebody may not be interacting no more. I feel like it's it's two things, you know. You can um you can let something that happened in the past that could that could be the cutoff point from you and that person, or it could be where you and another person is where y'all started to really build a strong foundation and move forward, and excuse me, and forge a stronger bond with that. So like, yeah, for me, it's just a bunch of trial and error for me, just about you know what I had, like take my unfortunate experiences, learning from that, and those are, I feel like those are the ones that you learn from the most because. Good happens to everybody to a degree. So, you know, we're always going to take the good, but the bad is really where you start to form, you're you being formed as the person that you are. Like, that's that mold, really. That's what you're going to be able to bring down to your kids and tell all your friends, try to motivate that person, you know, try to. It's just knowledge, really. It's just a bunch of knowledge. Each one teach one, for real. Because I may have something in my past, I dealt with it, I could give to y'all. Y'all could apply that to y'all lives, tell y'all children and spouses about it, you know. X. <laughs> X, man. You don't know how far they can go. How do you fix it? The, like the fortunate situations in your past? Yeah, just just how do you fix it? Like, well, let it let's go. say, you know, I got, yeah, I got you on that part. Weird, I ain't gonna lie, but these I emojis mean, is weird as hell. I ain't gonna lie, that part, that's the part I kind of want to. <laughs> I was trying to figure it out what was going, what was Man, going yeah, on. Yeah, let's explain that first and foremost. Before, before, before I say hey, anything, bro. I need to know what that is. Yeah. I mean, what was the message? What was the emojis, bro? You said well, the question well, is, how do you fix do you it fix with an eggplant emoji and I look like some chocolate donuts? Oh, well, we're going to start this right. There's several, several Kanye shrugs. There you go. There you go. Four Kanye shrugs. Uh, eggplant in the donut. Right behind the question, how do you fix it now? Like, I don't know. 
You ain't never seen you ain't never seen that to your wife. The eggplant and the donut. Ah, uh, never mind. I get where this is going. <laughs> All right. I should have known. Uh, I should have known. It kind of always circles back to this point. Is that your? Is that your? Uh, is that your? <laughs> is that your band aid? That's your band aid. <laughs> that that might be one of the healthier ways. Uh-huh. If it's not, you know, plural. <laughs> but for me though, it's just. I think I think um I think letting go. I think letting go is really like that's 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 the fix. It really is because if you really just think about all the times you walked around with a heavy heart, heavy chest, and being able to let go, just take that deep breath that whatever it was that was haunting you, whether it be trauma, it could be past experience, family, you know, situations that may have went sour, friendships. You just taking all of that, you just carrying that all that unnecessary weight. When you finally just have faith and just let go and just breathe and you start to live that fresh life, I feel like that's the best fix for anything in life. Situations that you've been praying for relentlessly, have faith that you hope things will turn around. Anything in every in, in your everyday life, whether it be spousal trouble, uh problems with the kids, with the job, you know, personal life, you know, endeavors that may not be working out how you want them to. I feel like you know when you just like he's like what Javon said, he might not be the strongest within his life as far as letting go and letting God. I feel like you know, hopefully you'll get to a place where you could just come up, come in here with a testimony that you're just a whole other person because of that. So I feel like you know it's just we all take baby steps in this, but I think for me, like letting go is like that's the best thing you could, a human can ever do. I don't feel like we're meant to walk around with all this pressure on us, especially I don't as a man, think so. because I don't think so. You know, Jesus even said life's gonna be hard. You know, <laughs> it's, it's gonna be hard for everybody to a degree, whether it be like you know people in poverty, even like the most people with the most wealth. They even they go through things that we couldn't even we wouldn't even know. But on the outside looking in, so they got financial. They, they're endowed financially, so it looks good. Uh, but you know, they they for all we know, they could kill to be one of us. You know, and vice versa. Unfortunately, so keep it you know. keep it a book. Keep it a book. Which problems would you rather have? Like struggle problems or rich problems? Rich. <laughs> well, not when I say they'll kill to be one of us, I didn't mean like I didn't mean that as no, far as like losing their shit. finances, but like being able to just This is a real point though. Like people actually like, you know what I'm saying, there are individuals in this world that's like, okay, well, yeah, they got the money, but they dealing with this, this, that, and the third. Like I wouldn't want to deal with that, but like the it's problems, a difference in problems is everybody has their own problems. Even rich people got problems. That's a fact. But what type of problems would you really, truly rather deal with? Like the lack of, or having such an abundance of it, the that, overflow <laughs> that you know you might have some slimy niggas along the way, or some you know relationships that turn sour because of like certain things that you have or or aren't willing to give them, but. Would you rather deal with struggle problems where, you know what I'm saying, you don't know if you're going to make ends meet. You you know for sure you ain't able to give people what you feel they deserve like, all the time. You know what I mean? Like, so even though, shout out to the women that appreciate the smaller things, like the more thoughtful things, like, but we want to be able to provide. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, so. And then again, before I, before I close out mine, um, what you just said is true. But at the same time, don't we don't want to let that get too overbearing as far as wanting to provide so much 
and the people around you they may think dang what you're doing is just enough so we don't want to we don't want to let that weigh on us too heavy though but i agree with you saying though it's just like a flip side to it though my bad you say how do you fix it you say letting go and i'm gonna keep it real with you i'm glad you're on some positive shit. <laughs> but me i'm with the total opposite <laughs> Don't ever let go. Flex on these niggas. Sneakers <laughs> next. Nigga, what? Where's the, I need a button for this nigga. You sound like Robert from the Boondocks. <laughs> Step on these niggas next every time. Nah, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Don't let go of nothing. But, honestly, um, wow. I, I ain't like that. I didn't either. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know, bro. How to fix it? Shit. Live day by day, bro. That's all you can't really do. Like, of course, plan for a future. You don't know if it's coming or not, but be prepared for one. Plan ahead. But uh, I don't say don't hang your emotions on the possibilities of what could happen this day or that day or that day. Whether or not they're positive or negative, you could be hanging your head on a promotion. Shit never come. Or you can, you can be hanging your head on possibly getting fired and the shit never come. You never know. So uh, all you can't really do is just live day by day, bro. Enjoy what you have within that day. Like, if you got a job and you got somebody to care about you, then just en- enjoy that, bro. Live within that moment with that. And shit, let God take care of the rest. But step on these niggas next every time you get a chance. You got to get it off. The people, the people that have wronged you. You forgive. But you also step on them niggas' neck. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fact, bro. uh, Forgiving yourself is the first thing. Definitely. To me. Forgiving yourself. Loving yourself is the second thing. They, shit, that's a one A, one B. You know, you can start with either, either one. But if you love yourself, it makes it easier to forgive yourself, you know. Uh, Then once you do that, then you can really open the door to forgiving others. You can forgive. And I guess I had a misunderstanding of, like, getting over something. Because you can forgive somebody, but it's still there. And you never forget. And you don't forget, right? So you can forgive, but you don't forget you still have to I don't even know how to put it You can't move on from it. You have to move on from it You know yeah. You can't forget it But you gotta You gotta forgive it but Forgiving it don't mean It's not gonna ever come back It's how you deal with it And how you treat Whoever it is that You know wronged you It's how you really know That you're really fixing it Because it doesn't affect How you treat that person uh, And it doesn't affect How you Treat Any other person You know like you don't let that carry over, so that's to me, you know, listening in with y'all because y'all understand like, what I'm hearing from y'all is helping me. You know, this is part I feel like it, this is for me. I don't know if it's anybody else, does, but this is helping me. You know, so um, I got a little clip play out. Um, it's just about letting go, and um, here we go. Let's say you're miserable and unhappy. Okay, here's a cure. 
Find what's valuable and let it go. Well, maybe it's a relationship that you have. Maybe it's a relationship with your parents, right? And the relationship is pathological, but you're locked into it. You value it. And no wonder, because it's a relationship with your parents. And you're suffering terribly because of it. Well, what do you do? Maybe you let it go. It's a sacrifice. And the idea is that, well, that'll clear the future for you. Very frequently, when people are suffering terribly, not always, because sometimes you just suffer stupidly, blindly, and without recourse, you know? You get cancer, and then you die. So we have no idea how to deal with that. But sometimes the reason that you're suffering is because you just won't let go of the thing that's biting you. The funny thing, too, often when people let something like that go, it goes away, sorts itself out, and then comes back. So they don't even end up losing it. But unless they're willing to let it go, to sacrifice it, they make no headway whatsoever. Let's say you're miserable and unhappy. Oh. That's just a, you know, just something for us to kind of go out on. You know, you got to be willing to let it go. You have to be willing to drop what it is oh. that's, that's hitting you and what's biting back at you. It also you know told us, also showed us the way, bro. <laughs> Elsa showed us the way, bro. She said, let it go. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not there yet, but. <laughs> I'm not there yet at all. I'm still, God is not done with me yet, but uh, I'm working it out. But, yeah, please. Appreciate that document. Yeah, man, man, I loved it. Hey, bro, you know. That's from, my boy says. from the belly. Follow us on all social media platforms, Twitter, GMs FTR, uh, Facebook, I think, GMs FTR as well. Like, share, subscribe, comment. You know what I mean? Like, we trying to run up them numbers, man. Run them up with us. And, man, if this helped, if this helped anybody out there, man, hit us up. Leave us a message on Anchor. Or, you know, leave a comment. Spotify. You know what I'm saying? Spotify, Apple. Apple. Podcast, please, man. Reach out to us, man. Whatever Reach you out want to us. Hit us up on our email, man. James for the record at uh, gmail.com also, man. If you got anything. James for the record 91. At Sorry, oops, my bad. I just want to make sure bad, they get the right. Bad. It's FTR 91. The number is 91. All right, man. Look. For the record, we out. Peace. Everybody peace. out there. Stay safe out there. Oh, my bad. Now, go ahead. Y'all, y'all stay safe out there, man. We love y'all. Make sure that y'all are treating each other right. Um, bro, I'm having a mock. I'm having Watch. a mental blank. There you go. Thank you, bro. I <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every day. You know what I'm saying? God got your way, man. Y'all be safe out there.